Right. A- anyway, so let me say hello to you. We're going to figure this out, all right? How are you doing? Welcome to Montreal Radio. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you hear me now? I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you fine. I have ah. no problem. So I was who, who is sabotaging this thing? I don't think there's sabotage. No, nobody wants me to talk to the beautiful lady with the beautiful voice. Anyway, as long as you can hear me and I can hear you a little bit, I'm going to go through with this one way or another. I got to fix it out, fi- figure it out as we go along. Um, so how are you doing? Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, I, you know, I can't, somebody put a point to me and say, you need to ask, her, is it true that you weren't born in Barbados? Is this true? Yes, that is true. I was born in East London, England. London, England. Mm-hmm. And um, then you moved to Barbados. Yeah, um, I moved here with my mom because my parents um, split up. So I moved, my mom brought me here to Barbados and my dad stayed in, in London. But um, uh, let me ask a foolish question here. Coming from um, London, England, is it? Mm-hmm. How how did you end up being the soccer queen of Barbie? <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't explain that one. I you know I always wanted to um, always wanted to sing. Sing singing is is something that's been a part of me since I was a little kid growing up in England. So um, I it was all that was always always a part of me, just always and. You know, I didn't set out, you know, and say, well, I'm going to become the, the, the Queen of Soka. Um, but that's where my music and my passion took me. You mm. know, that's that's how it happened. That's how I, when I went into Square One and all of that, you know, that's that's where my journey took me. And, um, and my journey isn't over. No, no, we have a long way to go. Yes, so um, when you came to Barbados to live, you, you, you got into music right away? No, no, no. I was a kid when I came to Barbados. Oh, okay, okay. I was a kid. I went to, I was in school. So, um, and I didn't, I wasn't really active at school either. I wasn't, you know, people didn't know me for singing because I was extremely shy. I was very, very shy. So, is that right? Yeah, very. <laughs> and what very, happened? Very shy. Um, I guess it, you know, it, I worked through it over time, you right. know, it wasn't, I was not that kid that was like, we know that she's going to be on the stage and we know that, you know, I was not that kid. Um, I was the very shy one. I was the one that would be in the back of the room, in the corner, you know, that was me. And so when I, when I, after I left school and I did and um, join Square One. My friends that went to school with me were shocked. They were absolutely shocked because they knew the Allison that they went to school with was like, uh, she would not say boo to a fly. So they could <laughs> not believe that Allison, you mean our Allison? Like what? we Allison in a band? What like as a frontline singer? That's crazy. That is nuts. So, yeah, it it was um, it surprised it surprised a lot of people. Um, 
But it took time. It took time for me to, um, I guess, to break out of my show. Well, you know, you you, you have certainly done a, a wonderful job, I must say. Um, okay. Having, uh, you know, people, I I heard you do a song with John King. Um, yeah. And I, that's a, such a, be- I'm going to look for it and I, I'm going to play a, a verse or two off of it because I want people to hear the real Alison Hines voice because it's a beautiful voice. Now, um, you know, I was, uh, I don't want to talk about retiring too soon, but if and when you do retire, will you change your genre of music a little bit and start to go into that classical type of singing? When I say classical, I mean classical pop. I don't know. I don't know. First of all, I ain't thinking about retiring no time soon. And um, even if I, I see it as a transition into something different, mm-hmm. it's a different way of doing what I do. And so it's, it wouldn't be a case of me um, retiring. It would be a case of doing what I do. I have so much music and I can, um, you know, my, my, one of my ultimate things is to have, is to do, is to have my own show, um, Alison Hines in concert. And ah. just show yes. all around, and that way I can do, you know, my my classics that I have that have you know stood the test of time, as well as whatever else I feel like doing, you know, because it will be my show to do how I choose to do it. Right. Um, so that's that's what my that's where my that's where I'm looking at in terms of transitioning transitioning, you know. Right. I'm not right. doing the gigs on different shows, just making my show the event and taking that around and um, and having that market and having that that input. So that's that's what I'm in terms of performing. That's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking at because we're all getting older. You I'm know, telling whether, you, uh, whether you want to admit it or not, we're all getting older. And I love singing. I love performing. I love entertaining people, and I love making people happy. And so I can continue to do that, just do it in a different way. You know, um, I I am happy to what you're saying there because uh, we, we, we do have a Celine Dion here in Montreal, in uh, Quebec, and she does that. She does her own shows, and um, she does everything. She even touched on a little bit of a reggae thing one night. Uh, we heard her here in a, a club nearby us years ago. And I, everybody stood up. We saluted her, you know what I mean? And um, for her to be doing that in those times. So I'm glad that, say, in those, when you make that transition, I'll come to your show and I'll hear some of that voice, the range, the melody, the taste. Exactly. And I, I, because you do have that. Not because you're sitting across from me there, but I'm telling you, I've listened to you, John King. Where's John King, by the way? He is now our Minister of Culture. You're kidding me. (laughs) Yes, he is. He is our Minister of Culture. Does he still sing? No, no, he doesn't sing anymore. Oh, he's another one with a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. but so anyway, I, mean, I am looking forward to that because I would really love to see and hear you in a concert by yourself. 
But I must say one of the things, changing the subject a little bit, you're a brave woman, you know. Oh. I was watching, I was watching uh, a video some time ago and um, uh, you were at the, the, the spot where you invite people to invite men to come up and do a little jig with you and all that. And I'm saying, yeah, man, that's good. And when you, when, when you, anybody want to come, there was a young guy in the front of the stage and that stage must have been eight feet high. And he just sort of sprung from the ground to the top of the stage. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, Alison Hines is in trouble. Because he just stood up there and he was shaking. <laughs> I said, my God, this woman is brave. <laughs> and uh, when you chose and you chose and you choose him to do the final thing, this guy was all over and I said to myself how do you manage how do you control that because that guy looked like he came out to play <laughs> um well when I've done it in the past you know I first of all when when I'm on stage the stage is mine right and that space is mine I am in charge of that that space and so anyone that comes up on the stage with me you you abide by the unspoken rules that are on that that, that I, I I lay down mm -hmm. because I don't stand for no disrespect. I don't stand for no you know anybody trying was this uh, I was petrified, absolutely petrified on that stage. But I would I could sing and that was it. I couldn't move. I couldn't dance. I couldn't do anything else. I could literally go on the stage, sing, and come back off. Mm -hmm. What song did you sing on that stage? Because I um, well, it was it was a competition, so it was the preliminaries and then semis and then finals. So I don't remember some of the songs that were chosen um, uh, for the for the semis for uh, for pre prelims and then semis and finals. I think um, I think I sang a Karen Carpenter song. I think that was one of the songs that I did. And I don't remember what the others, because you had to do two songs. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember what the other song was. But I went to the finals and I placed third. Nice. Because mm -hmm. I know um, I had the pleasure of meeting a gentleman many years ago, Richard Stout. Mm -hmm. And he, he looks for the quality in the voices. Mm -hmm. um, he just, you don't just come up there, jump and whine and do this and do that. You have to be able to sing. Yeah. And um, uh, when I heard that you were there, I said, I'd have to ask you about that. So you mm -hmm. came in third. Never went yeah. back. No, I did it that one year. And then that's that the, after the competition, um, Youngblood, who was the person that actually entered me in the competition and helped me choose my songs. He then, um, after the competition, approached me about joining Square One. So... I didn't, re I didn't have a reason to, to go back into the competition. Mm. The, 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 the good thing about competition like those is that it brings out and shows um, your quali qualifications because that you have. And I would have loved to hear, uh, you know, I would have loved to have heard you singing on uh, Be Nervous and all that on mm -hmm. uh, the show with Richard Stout. He has brought I out a lot of has, the artists in. I think he has videos. I think he has videos of, of, 
of some of those um, competitions from back in the day because it would have been people like myself. Like I came through Team Talent, Young Blood, and Sass O'Reilly as well, who were who were the other two singers in Square One. Rupert Clark, Rupi went through there. Edwin Yearwood. Um, there's quite a few TC. There's quite a few artists from out of Barbados that you know pass through the competition as well. Yes, that I was told. And um, one of the things is uh, Barbados has a lot of good singers. I happen to know one. His name was Chess Haynes. Listening to this guy sing was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what do you think? It's in the water. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be in the seawater. Might be in the seawater. I don't know if it's any drinking water, but it might be in the seawater. In the seawater. But now, um, now that this pandemic is on, what has it done to you as an artist? What? Um, I spoke to a guy earlier on, and he says this is a time uh, um, singers and musicians should become creative. What have you done? What, what, what have you done apart from talking to crazy people from Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. It's actually been a. a it's been a, a time of, I guess, kind of reflecting and. And kind of seeing where you stand and what you want to do. Um, there's also been some, it's been a very challenging time as well because we haven't been able to, you know, to go out there and perform and do what we do. And, um, you know, also in terms of the financial side of it, right. not having that income and so on. So it's actually caused me to, to, to think in different ways and different directions. And to um, look at, even really look at multiple streams of income because that is something that has come to the forefront in terms of this pandemic. That we as artists and musicians and creatives um, really should not be dependent on one stream, one income stream. We need to look at having numerous income streams so that. Um, and and stream income streams that are not dependent on us physically being on stage, on us actually having to perform. Um, and I am in uh, a unique position in that I am uh, an icon within the business, and so I built a brand that I have been able to uh, capitalize on in other directions and um so i have been uh working and i'm working on uh some other other projects right. that are about expanding the brand that is allison hind so it's beyond just what people see on stage or recording music and that kind of stuff I'm, i haven't stopped recording um i just haven't haven't had the uh I haven't really wanted to release anything um, recently just because I'm not going to put music out there just for the sake of putting music out there. That's, that's, that's me personally. Um, if I'm going to put something out there, you know, it really got a kick and it got to make sense. And, um, but in terms of the brands and stuff, I am uh, 
getting ready to be a spokesperson for a new company that's coming into Barbados. Uh, hopefully, they should be launching uh, this month. Um, and again, that is capitalizing on my image and my brand. Um, and I just recently uh, launched a partnership with a clothing company called Caribbean Apparel. Wow. They, um, so we, we have partnered. And so anyone that goes to the Caribbean Apparel website and buys anything from the unity jackets, which are super, super popular. Um, they're the black unity jackets and they, they're, um, you can get it for any country basically. So whatever country you're from, you can represent with your, your unity jacket. Um, there's a black one with your, uh, country colors and there's also a white, uh, white and blue one. Um, so anybody that goes to the site, uh, they can use my code, which is Allison 21 and they will get a discount, an automatic discount on anything that they buy. Allison okay. 21, right? What's that? Did you say Allison 21? Allison 21, okay. A-L-I-S-O-N 21. Okay. And anything that you buy on the Caribbean Apparel um, website, any piece of clothing, could be a hat, could be a shirt, a t-shirt, a jacket or whatever, you get an automatic discount. So you're one of these uh, uh, adventurous uh, uh, artists, entertainer, because in the early years, in my early years, uh, we had uh, entertainers who would open restaurants, bars, all sort of things. And you're totally right. They did, just did not depend on their vocals, per se, or their entertainment. Correct. You know, I have um, a young man sitting there. He's from Barbados, and I'm sure he has something he wants to ask <laughs> one of his favorite singers, Miss Allison Hines. Mm-hmm. And uh, go right ahead, Drew. Look how he's. Hi, Allison. How, how are you doing? I am good. I'm good. How are you? Wow. I'm good. How is, how is beautiful Barbados? It's still beautiful. It's a little overcast, but it's still beautiful. Okay, I heard you speak speak before about uh, your early days with Square One. You know, I mean, you guys had a powerful tree at the, the front leading singers, yourself, Andy, and Oshaka. When it comes to put it, when it went back in those days, when it, when it came to putting an album together and you guys had a release, how did you go through that process? Because I know that you guys had a, had like a big storage of songs. You know what I mean? So how did you guys come together to put like the Square One album up? Um, well, that was something, I mean, it was an annual, annual thing that we would put out an album. And we always wanted to put music that would cover for different, uh, dem- different, not only different demographics, but different markets. So we would tend to do, um, I would tend to be the person that would do a song in a different language, French or Spanish or something along those kind of lines. Um, and it was really about building a catalog of music and having, you know, that, those strong songs um, out there. And we knew that when we released an album with like, I don't know, we had like, I don't know, 20 songs on it. Every song wasn't going to be a hit, but we knew that we had solid music in there that was going to be able to carry and sell the albums and so on. And um, I know people that would buy an album every single year. As soon as, as once Square One was producing our albums, they would make sure and buy their album every year. And... um that 
that says a lot in terms of what we represented. We always wanted to have quality music. It was about quality. Um, it was about making sure that the music stood up and stood the test of time. And we, 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 we proved that, you know, with songs like I, I, I and Carnival Baby and Bazo D and Faluma and Togetherness and all of these songs that were created then that are still as relevant now and still stand up, you know, and DJs still play the music and it still get forwards. And when I perform, you know, there's certain songs that I have to perform. Like, I ain't got no choice. Like, I have to perform those songs because if I don't, I can get pelt, I can get cuss, I can get all <laughs> kind of thing coming at me. You understand? So even though I may be creating new music, the, the, the classics, the songs that have become classics and the favorites, people never get tired of hearing those songs. And I am, I am really, really thankful to my brothers in music, Square One, and to Terry Arthur, Terry Mexican Arthur, who wrote the bulk of songs for me during that time um, that I was in Square One. He is the writer that has written um, most of the songs um, for me in my, in my career. Yeah, also, um, I remember coming to Barbados, I, it's uh, the early 90s, and you guys was like really mashing up the album, right? really mashing up the island, right? Mm -hmm. And what would you say was your, I know what was your breakout song on my, when it, when it comes to me, what was your breakout, what, what song you think that really put Alison Hines and Square One Ragamuffin. out there? That was Ragamuffin. Ragamuffin oh, was, exactly. yeah. was my first um, regional hit. That was the first song that um, broke out of Barbados and went into the region and let people know that there was a band called Square One. Square even, one before yeah. there was, even before Alison Hines was known, Square One, the band, was, you know, that was, that was our beginning. It was like, who, who is this band? It's, yeah, everybody loved the song, you know, um, and then things really started to roll from there. How how did that feel knowing that you know I mean you got your break and now like traveling and seeing the response of the people? Oh, it was awesome. It was very very awesome. I mean to have the opportunity to travel to so many different countries, um, to experience so many different people and their cult a little bit of their culture and their background and that kind of stuff was amazing. Like I I could not have imagined that things could have gone as well as they did but the whole band you know we had the we had the same dream we had the same focus we had um you know we wanted to make square one a band to be reckoned with and that we did yeah okay tell me about uh, i remember you guys being on um much music in toronto with master t oh wow now, tell me Listen, I saw George, now George, who played keyboards in Square One, he was the archivist of the band. So he was the person that would really collect all the, um, you know, the, the video footage and newspaper clippings and all of that. He still has all of that stuff. He has like a ton of stuff on Square One. And he actually, as you say that, he recently sent me the video <laughs> from that performance in the in the car part of much music, much music yeah 
And um, yes, and Master T in, interviewed me after the performance and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe that that he had that footage and to know how long we have been in the Canadian market. Like even I forgot how long we have been in the Canadian market um, and perform. I mean, all, the bulk of our perform performances and then for me too, as a solo artist, have been in Toronto, but yes, we've been to Montreal and we've been to um, Ottawa and we've been to, you know, a couple of other provinces and so on. But um, that was, that was awesome. That was, I mean, our performances in Canada have always been great. Always, always, always. The love that we get from the Canadian market is just, is crazy. Okay, talking about the love from the Canadian market, let's talk about the love from the Trinidadian market that they give oh, to yeah. Alison Hines. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, that is crazy even now, even up to present day. Like that, that is, that's on a different level. Um, the, the love and the appreciation the warmth and the the way that um, I have been embraced in that Trinidadian market is is amazing to me that it has lasted this long from square one from when we you know had all of those hits Trinidad the Trinidad market embraced us with everything because the thing about Trinidadians is that once you're giving them Great music, great you know, great entertainment. They are going to. They're like, yeah, give it, give it to us. They support their own. They support the Trinidadian artists. But any artists that come from anywhere else, and you give them that quality, they are like, yes. And we were consistent. Square One was consistent every year in bringing popular songs and hits after hit after hit, and. After I left the band and I went into Trinidad as a solo artist, you know, it was the same thing. Up until last year, Carnival, um, yes, 2020, um, you know, that, that response and that excitement is still there. You know, I come across people who freak out, lose their minds. You know, it is... It is something, and it's something that I do not take for granted. And it's not taken away from my other fans at all, my other fans in the rest of the region and the rest of the world. Um, but Trinidad has had a, a, a very, it's had a huge impact um, on my career from my square one years through until now. And, um, you know, I, I, I had a Trinidad-based band. My road manager was Trinidadian. My former manager was half Bajan, half Trini. Uh, my management right now is Trinidadian. I'm based in Trinidad. You know, my best friend. Like, it's like I have so many connections with Trinidad um, that it would be it would be remiss of me not to um, not to highlight that you know that special connection that I have with TNT. Okay, when you look back at the 90s, yourself, along with uh, Edwin Yearwood, Square One and uh, Crossfire, you guys had made a temple of soca that stands out up to today. You know what I mean? And when you look at a lot of the hits that these the soca artists is bringing out today, it's all along that temple. 
You know what I mean? How does it make you feel to know that, you know what I mean? Like you're one of the people that really started that type of movement. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's always, that's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling to know that, you know, the music that you have, the body of music that we have created both bands, um, that has had that, that influence over time, you know, that is, that's a really great thing. It's a really great feeling to have. If you had to take off your Alison Hines hat and give it to any soaps, female soca artists out there today, who would you give it to? Um, the only re- the reason why I wouldn't want to do that is because the female artists that are out there right now, you know, they have their own unique brand. And that's something that I always encourage. I encourage people to yes you look at you look at uh, somebody to to um you look at somebody to emulate but you take what you need from them and then you do your own thing you make your own you create your own space and your own you know so the women in soca Destra, Nyla, Nessa, um, Faith here in Barbados um, you know, the um, Claudette Peters, um, these women have created their own space. And that's what's important because nobody can be you better than you. There's only one Alison Hines. They can't be two or three or four. There's only one Destra. There's only one Fayan. There's only, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Like each yeah. one has her own space and her own place. And that, for me, is the most important. Okay, you mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, Faith mm-hmm. from Barbados. Yes. I mean, I've watched her throughout the years. She's been in the business for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think within the last year or two, she has found her identity and yeah. her space in that uh, soul party. Yeah. Yeah. What, do you have to say, what do you have to tell the listeners about Faith? Faith is, Faith is awesome. She's, um, I've mentored her um, through the years. And... Um, she is she's a very down to earth and a very um a very uh open and welcoming kind of girl um and it 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 just took time for her all i ever wanted was for her to find her place yeah all i wanted what how however that manifests and she has no found her space and her place and now it's about developing that and growing from there and and seeing what else she can do like she's 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 just at the beginning she is just at the beginning um and i do have some pointers for her and i'm i I will talk to her one-on-one when i once i get the opportunity um but she is she has found her space and that's that's really was key finding your space i'm gonna try and squeeze in here between the two bajans because boy them questions and answers are beautiful but we have to do this by law and we have to identify the station just in case you're just joining us folks so we're talking to the ever so beautiful 
Alison Hines, all the way from beautiful Barbados, where it's cloudy, just like it is in Montreal at the moment. And you're locked into CKUT 90.3 FM. And at the moment, she's on the heavy questioning by the man from Renegade Sound, Mr. Drew. Drew, what's in that bottle? Sunshine. Sunshine. That is why you're... <laughs> um, you know it's what? Sunshine. Could I just play the song, a little song here? Um, that uh, This goes back way, way back with Alison Hines and one of my favorite singers out of uh, Beautiful Barbados. My life turned upside down. I had to write a song. If you can barely hear it, that's a guy, John King, I was talking about. And hope that it I don't know what's wrong with the volume. Our lonely lives together. Can you hear it, Alison? Together. Listen to this voice. singers uh, I know my friend if he hears me say that he's gonna kill me he was here with us last week Drew you can call his name not me and uh, he's gonna say oh it's Alison Alison but that's a beautiful song and totally well done you know what I mean Alison you need to get I, I need I am requesting some more uh, whether it's soca reggae dance or, but I want to hear the voice I want to hear that voice all right and okay. um, I, I'm going to turn you back over to Mr. Drew. We have approximately uh, another ten minutes or so to go. And uh, all um, right, before before we before you question me anymore, um, yes. I want to say a special shout out to Linda Ford. Um, Dwayne, her son, um, reached out in the chat. Um, she is battling cancer and she's listening right now. Um, and she friend of my mom uh, when they were kids at uh, St. Lawrence Girls School. So I want to say a special, special shout out to Linda. Um, I'm so glad that you're locked on and listening. And, um, you know, I will, I will try and say hi to my mom um, when, I, when next I get the opportunity to see her. Good. Oh, uh, before we start, I gotta say a special happy belated birthday. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> happy belated birthday. Hines. 
Alison, um, was it very special breakfast in bed and all the works or the flowers thrown up or the what have you? <laughs> well, there wasn't breakfast in bed, but that's fine. Um, you know, <laughs> I was taken out to lunch and ah. I went out with the girls for a few drinks. Um, and I was on the radio actually because Andy Youngblood, he is he is on um, a station here in ninety four point seven. He's now he's a radio personality on one of the stations. Say hello so, to Andy for me, please. What's that? Say hello to Andy for me. That's uh, I will. I will. I will. I will. Yeah. So we went on air um, and had a really really fun talk. Imagine. You know, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, so Stretch, you played uh, one of your favorites from Alison Hines and John King. Right. I'm going to play one of my favorite tracks from Alison Hines and someone. She probably know who this is, but I'll talk to her about it after. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Can you hear the track or? No, no? I'm not hearing uh, Okay. I think I have a little problem here. Um, that was the track with you and Richie Spice. Uh, Richie Spice, I had a feeling so. Yeah. Richie Spice, I think. Tell, I tell, us, a, tell us about. I think Stretch, you're supposed to have that over there. I send that to you this morning. Um, hello, you done now? This, this is our pit bull. She huh? decided she wanted to come into the interview, apparently. What's the, what's the name of your pit bull? Her name is Sapphire. Sapphire. Yes. Hi, Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about how did that track come along with uh, you and Richie Spice? Um, I actually uh, spoke to him, wanted to do, uh, to kind of make more inroads into the Jamaican market and my former manager, you know, asked me kind of, you know, who did I want to have, who did, who would I like to do a collab with? Um, so Richard, get, could you get no off the bed, please? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. Um, so I actually, um, I didn't know Richie like that. We didn't know each other. I knew of him, obviously, but so I kind of, I approached him, you know, introduced myself and so on. And I asked him and he said that he was interested. And so then I 
told my former management and then um, you know we made arrangements to to do the song and his management and my former management spoke and um, we went to Jamaica and we actually recorded the song at Big Yard mm-hmm. and um, I was super excited to record with Richie because I really enjoyed you know his voice and his vibe and he's 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 very quiet, like a very introverted kind of guy. Right, right. Um, he warmed up, you know, when we were in the studio, and I guess as he got more comfortable, you know, he started to warm up. And um, you know, the experience in the studio with him was really, really good. Just going, just hearing that voice just coming through the yeah, speaker. He has a wicked voice. Oh my goodness! I was like, wow, this this. When the song was done, we were like, "Yeah, this is this is this is a track right I, here." I'm sure he was saying the same thing about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's um, you know it's a song that when it came out, so many people fell in love with it. So many people just um, uh, and it 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 went much further than the Jamaican diaspora, you know. Right. So, it, but it it firmly like cemented me um along with roll it gal of course um roll it gal was was a song that just penetrated so many different markets in such a huge way uh but king and queen definitely um spoke to a lot of people and it still does is there anyone else out there that you would love to do a collaboration with yeah i have to do one with taurus i have to do one with singing singing i must i must and we've spoken, we've spoken about it. We just is. I think it's just a matter of finding the right the right song. You yeah. know, it's not just about just kind of just doing a song together. It's about finding the right vibe, the right energy. So after all these years, Alison, what keeps you going? I love what I do. It's very simple. I yes, love. I love. I love. Um, you know, music makes people happy. You know, if you make the right music. It makes people happy. It takes people away from their, their you know, their their problems and issues and stresses. And um, that's that's a good, that's a really good thing to have that kind of job, um, to have that kind of job and be able to to make people happy. You know what I mean? That's that's awesome to me. So every everyone knows the Alison Hines on stage and the Alison Alison Hines they hear on uh, the radio and stuff like that. Who's Alison Hines in everyday life? Um, you know, I'm not walking through the hook. Well, I do sing. I do. I do sing. I sing. I sing all the time. Just, just sing. You know, just hear music in my head, or a song might be playing, and you know, I'd be in the supermarket singing, and you know, that's just me. That's just a part of who I am. Get to the beach, drink some coconut water. Well, yeah, we can stop on the side of the highway and get coconut water. Freshly cut, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, you know, I, I like to, I like to chill. I like to, you know, I don't have to be doing stuff all the time, spending time with the family, and just, um, you know, I just, just chilling, being quiet. I, I am not. Um, I might be boring to some people <laughs> because, because. You know, I don't have to be like doing a lot. I could just, I could, I like to relax. I like to chill. Okay. My last question to you is if, if Alison Hines, if we didn't know the Alison Hines we knew today, right? Who would you be? 
Oh, Lord. Um, I actually wanted to get into modeling, so that was... Um, I actually went to modeling school and everything, um, but I didn't pursue it any further. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Music is such a big part of my life that I still feel that I would be involved in music in some form or fashion. Okay, when you, when you go back to England, do you ever, like, reminisce... You know, because I know for myself, sometimes I go back to Barbados and I go to my old neighborhood and I'm like, man, if I didn't leave here, right. well, you know I mean, you just try to think of what would I be doing. You know, I mean, what about you? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I went to England um, in 2019 twice because uh, I hadn't been for a while. I went for, I have a brother who lives in England and he was getting married. So I went for his wedding. And then my cousin got married a few months later, so I went for her wedding. And yeah, I was definitely, you know, I, went, I go to my old neighborhood all the time, the building that I used to live in, and just kind of, you know, be in that, in that, in that yeah. church space. I would go to my old um, primary school uh, where, I, where I went. So yeah, I definitely, you know, go back and kind of reminisce about I, I think I, I enjoy London different, differently now as an adult. You know, you you can you can do more, you can experience more, you can you can see it from a different way. But yeah, to re- to go back and experience my my childhood and where I grew up, yeah, that's 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 always um, that's always awesome. Well, um, you know, my last question to you because we have a few minutes left, um, Alison, is. Uh, the there's a there's a, a a rhythm that's released in Barbados with a group of singers. I won't call their names because I don't want to glorify them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's frustrating to me, uh, and um, because that's not not that's not the Barbados that I know. These guys are singing and showing how many guns they have and all that. What's your thought on that? And do you ever talk to any of these guys about? That nonsense, what they're doing? Well, I know, I know, I've got, obviously I know Rick and Ram for years because, um, well, Square One was the band that would have, the first Soka song that Rick would have ever been on was a Square One song. First Soka song that Ram was ever on was a Soka song. So we, I've known them for a number of years. And um, I think it was... It was a matter of um, just, you know, it was it was it was poor decision making on their behalf. I would not crucify them because, at the end of the day, you know, we're all human and we make mistakes. And as long as you 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 know recognize and realize um, what it is, and especially once, you know, when you're an influ- an, an influential artist it makes a difference because you do have that influence on um, on young people and on people in general, not just young people. Um, so it's, um, it's, I think it's something that we need to work through. And um, I would not, I, I would not, um, I would not crucify them because I know them personally. And I know that, in general, their hearts are good. The other art, the, the younger, the newer artists, I am not familiar with, so I can't, I can't, you know. But in general, as is with all the artists, 
um, I just think that, you know, it was poor decision-making and they can, it, it's something that, that, you know, that can be rectified and that can be, that can go on from well, there. Um, I, I'm not giving you advice, but I would suggest um, if you, if you all know each other, try and talk to them because um, you see the young ones coming up don't, artists have a, a very, a lot of power, you know, and they, they, these young ones may believe what they're seeing. I don't know who released that CD because they said um, it was done a year and a half ago. So, right. uh, as you said, you know, I wouldn't crucify them, but uh, they need to be talked to and, uh, you know, in a firm voice. Because I'm sure they have. I am sure that they have. Um, and I'm sure that, um, you know, I know Rick put out a statement, Ram. Um, put out an apology. I think Mole put out an apology. Um, I'm not lead pipe possibly. Lead pipe. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I think because Rick and Ram would be more senior artists on it is why so much of the backlash came at them because, they as I said, know better. you're an influential artist. And yeah. with that does come a certain amount of responsibility. And whether you like it or not, you know, that is uh, a part of what it is. So, you know. I'll, I'll put my personal take on that situation. I think that um, there's a lot of people out there that's, that sings with this kind of content every day. You know right. what I mean? I think the downfall is not the lyrics in the song. I think the downfall is the visual in the video. You know what I mean? And, and then it's just like 15 or 18. Correct, correct. 15 or 18 minutes of the same kind of visual right. in video right if they had just sang the song and not, not even have the visuals just did a regular video because on the defense of lead pipe he has a song by the name of cycle right i hear about this song i, mean, I don't think i know the and, song and it has basically the same kind of lyrics and it's a song that i love you know what mm -hmm. i mean but it doesn't have the visuals so mm -hmm. i think the bad thing about that video is that it was the visuals that got the downfall more than the lyrics in the song Right, from the tiny video, because the song is apparently this rhythm was done, as you said, a year and a half ago. Right. So it didn't have visuals to it. But when it got the visuals, I think that is what made the difference in terms of, um, you know, actually making a real connection. I think that's yeah. the thinking. You know, we, we have to wrap up now because um, we have four more minutes to go before the reggae hour. So I just want to say... Alyssa Hines, it was a pleasure um, meeting you for the first time. I'm seeing the business side of you for the first time. And um, uh, I wish you would come back maybe in the fall or something. When are you going to release some new music so we can... I'm working on... Actually, I just finished recording a song um, that is going to come out for summer. Um and um, it's going to be, well, I think I can say that um, uh, uh, VP, yes. VP Records is, is, is talking. And so it's, we're really excited about this track. We are very, very excited about this track. I could tell you that. So you can look forward to, to brand new stuff coming out from the Queen. Um, the video and we're going to do a video and stuff to go with it as well. Uh, so yeah, that's, 
that's something that, as I said, is already finished uh, record. I've done my vocals and stuff. It's been, it's been sent to get mixed and mastered. And um, we're working on, you know, being able to release that. So you have that coming. Okay, Drew, you have the last question, and then uh, we'll have the last word from Allison. Well, I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'm just going to tell Allison once again, on behalf of myself, our stretch guard, the whole of Montreal, CKUT, happy belated birthday. Thanks for having you. You know what I mean? It's a a pleasure. You know what I mean? Because we interview, uh, every week we interview artists, and the most joy is the artists that you could just send them a message and say, we would like to do an interview, and they say yes. And from there, it's just, just easy flow. So could you let everyone that's listening know uh, if they want to follow Alison Hines on your social media, let them know how they could get in contact. Yeah, you can find me. Um, all of my social media is my name, Alison Hines, A-L-I-S-O-N-H-I-N-D-S. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I do have a TikTok. I haven't done anything with it yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to start putting up videos on my TikTok as well, so you'll be able to to, um, to follow me on TikTok as well. Not them crazy uh, TikToks, eh? What's that? Not those crazy TikToks that I've been seeing. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. You know, that's what TikTok is about. TikTok is about, Craziness. you know, doing, doing crazy stuff. So, <laughs> God knows. I don't even know why you can put up, but I know I'm going to be putting up videos. So, you can look out for those, as I said. I have an account. I just haven't done anything with it. And I do, I do need to because social media is an is an important part of um, artists and and promoting songs and and you know getting getting your content out there and keeping yourself you know in the public eye and keeping yourself relevant. So um, you know, I'm there for all the social media. All right, Miss Allison, on behalf of the crew here at West Indian Rhythms. And the radio station CKUT and WFFR Sunshine Radio, all the way in beautiful DC. I just want to say thank you very much for spending some time with us and hope we'll make it a habit. Yes, thank you. When you come into Montreal, as soon as this pandemic is finished? Uh, When? when? I don't know. Whenever, you know. (laughs) Whenever, whoever. I mean, if Montreal wants me, they know how to get in contact with me. They can contact me. Any of my social media, that's very easy. Stretch. If he wants me, if wherever wants me, they know how to get in contact. Stretch. Stretch. Yes. You, see what, you see what just happened there? No. You went from the everyday Alisa Heinz to the business Alisa Heinz. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever, that's wherever, good. whoever want to appear. That's I'll right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my Alisa, dear. Thank you very much. Yeah, and for those asking, um, we're recording the Zoom, and I'll send it over to CKUT to be post, or you can check out my Drew Humble page. We were also on Facebook Live. So if you guys missed the, the interview or you were part of it and you want to check it out again, check out my Drew Humble page, or you, it will be on CKUT's website. Can I jump in for one minute? Go ahead, go ahead. Can I jump in for one minute? Go ahead, yeah, hi, Allison. Hi. Uh, first, I want to say happy birthday to you, belated birthday. You still look like 16. Thanks. I just want to take you to down uh, quickly down memory lane. Do you remember Eric Ward? Uh, no, I can't remember. When you were going to school, you used to go to his house for lessons. They oh, call him yeah, Mo- Mr. Ward. Yes, Mr. Ward. 
By the way, that's my father-in-law. Okay. 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 And the two and the two children that were there, Chantel and Patrice. Yes. Yes. Those are my daughters. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Okay. So I just want to say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. You know, as long as you can do what you're doing, we're gonna enjoy the music and 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 let it ride. You know, how is your daughter? Is she gonna be involved in this in this opera too? No, no, no. She's gonna, no, she's in the arts, but in a different way. Okay, okay. Thanks for letting me slip in there. All right. Okay. Thank you, my dear. All of it. What's the name of the dog again? The pitbull. Next time, it's a he or a she. She will have something to say. I love you.